0: What a performance from the Imps. We had to play more than an hour with 10 men, but the boys showed plenty of spirit to claim a 1-0 win at Burton Albion. Rico Hackett's goal early in the second half was enough to claim the points in a performance that had heart, desire and determination, all without ever really looking like conceding. We'll hear from the goal scorer, but first, head coach Michael Scubala tells us just how proud he was of his side.
1: We knew it was going to be a battle coming here. It's a tough place to come and to get a point, let alone three points, you know the last games we've played Burton, they've they've turned us over. But you know what a game, and I'm just so proud of every player, every single player to play 70 minutes with 10 men and still be be not be passive and go after it in in transition. I, I just I'm just so proud of all the players and and everybody, and, and I'm so proud of all the fans, you know, pushing us to to the end, and it's it's really good and. Um, yeah, just really proud of everybody today.
0: We'll go back to the first half and, and the two yellow cards for Alex Mitchell. What did you make a, the decision?
1: Yeah, I don't really want to talk about referees. The only thing I say, I've never seen two players go up for a header and one get booked for it in my time of coaching. So it's just the second one's a, a yellow card. We know he shouldn't have pulled, but it, it just set a standard in the game where Lots of yellow cards then need to be put out. So for both managers, me and Mike spoke about it. It wasn't ideal. But yeah, I'm more proud of how the players dug in and got on with it. And, you know, at the end there, how we just dug it out in last moments and people with cramp, people with injuries, you know, I just, yeah, it's just unbelievable how those lads played for the shirt today.
0: And that first half you gave yourself that little bit of thinking time before making the substitution with Pordy as well.
1: Yeah, and you know me, the coaching team, Chris and Shorey, we said, no, oh, let's let's go four, four, one if you like. And then we started to think about how can we not kill ourselves and just go passive. How can we have a threat on the counter? How can we keep players on the pitch that we thought could manage the game without the ball, but then also have a threat and then work it till half-time. And then we definitely thought at half-time, if we can get in nil-nil, we think we could create chances to win the game on the counter and in set pieces. And we talked about that. And the players, each player, followed the match plan second half to an absolute T. It was brilliant. Yeah, Rico, you wanted him to do a certain thing today pre-match. Obviously, that
0: changed with the sending off. But what he did able to do is give you that out ball in the second half, which led to the goal.
1: Yeah, I just think, you know, in the end, we changed it because we thought he could managed the game well over that side of the pitch. And you just saw his quality again today, how he can get on the ball at that left side, with wing back, left wing, he's just superb. And he took his goal really, really well. Yeah.
0: And that's always important, isn't it? When you're down to 10 men, you know you're not going to get a hat full of opportunities. So it's about being clinical. And that's maybe something that had been lacking in the last couple of games.
1: Yeah, we, were, we talked about being good in transition, but we're good in transition. We're good on the counter. attack. So we talked about that. Those moments will come if we defend really well, but not be too passive. We talked about dealing with their switch. And how they can double up on us. So how when we land on it, pick the right moment to go and, you know, Rico as our out ball. And on the other side of the pitch, we had Ethan Hamilton as out balls. And we knew that if we could get those, and they started to drive up the pitch, we could get up the pitch. Uh, and then hopefully our number nine, Freddie or, or Ben, when he came on, can they get in the box as well? So there was a massive plan towards it, and they just followed the plan really well.
0: Three clean sheets now on the bounce. How proud are you of that?
1: Ah, oh, superb. Super, when you look at it, two draws and today getting this result was a win. And just, you know, it's a good three games and we just need to take it now to the next game. Fleetwood won today, you know, 3-0 against Port Vale, so it's going to be another tough game. But, you know, if we can have the fans there like they were today, cheering us on and pushing us to the last minutes, you know, don't take for granted how much the uh, the players can hear you and helping them through. Because I'm looking at Jacko at the end winning headers, nine minutes extra time, and he's on his he's on his last legs, um, but he was superb again at winning those headers. So yeah, just everybody to fans, club, staff, um, players, just really proud.
0: First win since November, you know, we see the game week in, week out, we see the improvements that's been made in the last couple of weeks, but people outside of the club might not. Does it feel like a little bit of a weight's been lifted to getting that that victory?
1: Yes and no, I, I think we're a good team and I keep saying, I think sometimes I say you have to follow the process and the experience tells me as a coach that if you follow good processes and you know when the group's stronger and you know when I said it's okay. Um, so we knew the win would come and we've been competitive in all games um, and we just got to kick on and, and keep pushing and keep trying and if we take the same mentality we had with 10 today into every game we'll do well this season.
0: And as you say that it talked a lot about the supporters today and at the, the final whistle it must be nice just to get that that moment, get that victory, get that three points and get over the line.
1: Yeah I think was it was a 1200 travelling today yeah. that's amazing you know it's amazing for us as a club to have 1200 travelling fans you can hear them the whole time, you know, we're all pushing the game and trying to win the game and they're there with us and at every moment, you know, nil-nil, you can still hear them singing and, and hoping we get big chances. And, and at the end I just it was, a, it was a great moment for everybody that travelled and, you know, enjoyed their day and, and in the rain and in the, the pitch, you know, they've enjoyed the moment, which is great.
0: Yeah, very well done to the 1,200 plus who were in the away end. It clearly helped the lads over the line. Let's hear then from the goal scorer Rico Hackett, who felt that his side coped well, even when reduced to 10 men.
2: The 10 men obviously didn't help, uh, but I think we managed it really well. with, dealt with going down to 10. Um, I think it probably helped us as well. I think the first 20 minutes was really scrappy and after the red car the game kind of slowed down a little bit and probably played into our hands we was able to to, to break on the counter and we looked really dangerous so I think we took a lot of confidence from that knowing that we were down to 10 but they still looked like a, a threat going forward so we, had, we always had confidence in in nicking someone here I think it felt like that when we was out there um, and the gaffer relayed that at half time so the boys were confident it, it kind of felt comfortable, it didn't feel like we was under too much pressure, so, so yeah, no, it was, it was a really good game.
0: And I think for your goal, we all expected you to hit it with your left, and then you decided yeah. to cut back inside on the on the right, and it, again, it was that composure, wasn't it, that probably led to that
2: opportunity? Yeah, I mean, I've kind of seen him sort of dive in uh, for the left foot shot, so I obviously went on my right and, and, and ended up working out, so just just about got in the net. And what
0: was that like, being back amongst the goals after that layoff as well?
2: Yeah, good, it's not goals are not really something that I kind of base my, my game off I think I, um, I bring other things rather than just goals um, I don't they don't really sit on my mind too much they come naturally really I think um, and I think when you go searching for them they don't often come so I know it's been a while since I've scored but yeah it's, it's nice to get one today um, And you've been Mr Versatile for Lincoln last week it was left wing back you were yeah. meant to
0: play as a centre forward today obviously that changed with Alex Mitchell and you played as a, a left winger is that something you enjoyed each
2: week you kind of turn up and go where is it this week? <laughs> yeah obviously it is it's, um, it's not easy, it's hard, um, but I know it's, it's a part of my game that, that can help the team and and wherever the manager decides to play me, I'm always going to give 100%. Obviously, it'd be nice to take one position and, and really lock it down and, and do the best I can there, but whatever helps the team is, which is what you're going to do. I've always got that mentality of whatever wins this game, we're all in this game to win. So, um, so yeah, whatever works.
0: And we see now you've, you've returned, obviously, Ben House returning today. There really is some... Competition for places in that attacking third.
2: Yeah, I think if you look at us two months ago, a month, even a month ago, um, and we obviously struggled for results, and 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 it's massively down to, to players missing. Like it's, it's hard for players when you don't have someone pushing you from behind. Sometimes you have to find it within, which isn't always easy. Um, playing back to back games, at Christmas period, we had a really thin squad, so it's tough. It's really tough. Um, uh, to, to go back-to-back games constantly um, and not have people to back it up. It's, it's going gonna, gonna to be tough for any side, no matter what level you're at. Um, and now we've got players back in. Obviously, it's, it's easier to set, settle in with a gaffer. Um, he's got selection of, of his whole squad, more or less, now. Um, so, it's obviously naturally, you'll see, see improvements in the side. Uh, the performance of the last couple of weeks has been
0: really good, but to get that first win since November, does it feel like a relief?
2: Yeah, definitely. I don't think there's been much of of panic in terms of getting a win because I think we played really well against Derby, played well against Peter, we probably should have won, we probably should have taken three points from Derby. Um, So it wasn't always like a a worry for us about getting a win. Um, Obviously, game's come thick and fast, so we've just got to prepare for the next one.
0: Uh, And then Fleetwood next week, again, it's important, isn't it, that you keep backing up these results, three clean sheets and... A four and beaten.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think when you get results like uh, Derby and, and, and Peterborough as well, these, these games, I disrespect to them, they, they have to be wins. Um, if we want to push and, and compete higher up the table, we can't be comfortable.
0: Thank you for joining us as we look back on that win over Burton. Do keep your eyes peeled for our next feature interview podcast, which will be available on Monday, where we'll hear from City's strategic advisor, Landon Donovan.